This is Femweather Podcast, and today we're going to talk about money. Hi friends, this is Femweather the Podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, and this is the podcast where, at least right now, this incarnation of it, we talk about comedy and happiness and uh, those are two worlds that I think should intersect a lot more than they do. And I mean, I just said that we're going to talk about money. Of course, we're going to talk about money. That's like the theme of this particular podcast. But, um, you know, within the context of like, what is it to be happy? And comedy is a world I know. Could that help us to be happy? And we don't uh, talk like that. Okay, we just did. I'm saying we and it's just me. This is going so far, I'd say swimmingly really well so far. Um, I think it's because I'm a little nervous to get into this topic because this is a kind of a fully charged topic for me, this topic of money. Originally, uh, as I've mentioned before, for those of you who listen, if you don't, um, I, I think of these little themes in advance, you know, and whenever I think of a theme that I think I would like to explore further, I write it down in my little planner. It's a pink planner this year for those of you who care. It's got really beautiful gold pages. Anyway, um, I write it down and then when the week comes around and I, I look at it on Sunday, I start thinking about it. I start, you know, prepping for it. Um, basically what happened with this particular topic was I put money down because uh, April 15th is when I planned on putting out this podcast. And uh, April 15th, for those of you uh, not aware, is tax day. It's when your taxes are due. Most people don't wait to the last minute, but I thought I wasn't going to wait to the last minute. So I thought, you know, April 15th will be like a neutral day. I'll already have taken care of all my taxes. Well, here's basically what happened. I uh, didn't, I waited a little too long to get my information to my accountant because I'm very lucky to have an accountant that does this for me for free um, because she sees my income. So she feels bad for me. It's her mitzvah for the year. Um, Anyway, so she, I didn't mean mitzvah because she's Jewish, because uh, Jewish people are accountants. I, my dad's an accountant. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not Jewish. Um, I just meant, I, she's not Jewish. But it's, it doesn't matter if she were. It doesn't matter. Okay, swimmingly. Swimmingly is how it's continuing. The point is, uh, I waited a little too long to get my information to my accountant. So it ended up being uh, on April 14th. Uh, the day that I would have recorded this or the day before I would have recorded this, um, I, I got the amount that I that I, I owed because, of course, I owe because I do a Schedule C and because uh, various various reasons I, I've owed for the past few years. It's fine. I'm used to it. Uh, but I'd already paid my quarterly, so I didn't expect to owe that much. Point is, I owed a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. Mama took a hit. And uh, not only did I owe a lot, but on top of what I owed for the last year, I owed um, estimated quarterly taxes, you know, because of the way my stuff set up. Okay, so <laughs> what ended up happening is uh, we, uh, we, me and all my personalities, had a rough go of it. I, uh, it just, it was a hit. It was a big hit and uh, it kind of ch changed my perspective a little bit uh, for a little while. So I had to walk away. I had to step away from this world because I actually didn't know what I was going to say about money because I was uh, so frustrated. <laughs> I was so, you know, I, I didn't know what perspective I had. I kind of lost, I lost myself uh, in the tax, I lost myself in taxes. <laughs> Who's ever said that? No, I just did. So that's basically what happened. So um, now like a week plus later, after all that has gone down, um, I actually have, I've thought about it a lot because that's all I've been thinking about is uh, money and 
money and things that you owe and taxes and all that jazz. Not all I've been thinking about, but it's been a big part of the past week for me because I'm trying to figure out how to fix this situation and why is it so nerve wracking and why is it so frustrating? And this is what I've realized. Uh, It's just money. It's just, it's this, they say it's a necessary evil. They, the proverbial they, it's, it is a necessary evil. It's just a arbitrary method in which we've decided to place value on something and to exchange goods and services. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's not actually a a definition of who I am. I think that's why I was so frustrated is as I was freaking out about taxes, I felt like powerless and I felt like completely devalued by the system. I know that sounds so dramatic, but that's how I felt. I felt like, you know, I'm constantly pouring my heart and soul into this into creative endeavors. I mean, I'm, I'm pouring lots of my credit card as well into creative endeavors like my, my, like this podcast, you know, it's obviously in many ways free, but I, you know, pay a service to, uh, maintain it for me and just a, a small monthly fee, no big deal. Um, but I also, you know, pay a small monthly fee for submission services for acting and, um, I pay for, it's just, there's a lot of stuff that I pour into this world and, um, and I felt like in that moment, I mean, and I know my accountant did the best she possibly could with uh, the what I gave her, but I felt like it was like, okay, so you're working super hard at your thing. Good job. Now pay us even more money <laughs> that I just don't have. And I'm like, do you not value what I can provide right now? Why am I not getting paid for the things that I that I create? You know, I, so... But then I realized it, it is not a reflection of my own value. It's just... It's just this necessary evil. It's just this uh, third-party thing that exists that I have to I have to deal with. I have to deal with the fact that uh, you know I haven't been getting paid a lot for creative endeavors yet. So what happened? I get frustrated at tax time. So what does that mean? Well, for the next year, you know, if uh, if I don't want to meet that frustration again, then I need to shift my focus a little bit from maybe. Uh, pull back a little bit on some of the investments, which is possible, and uh, you know, use that time and energy towards finding ways to make this more lucrative. Also, it just means I need to find a, a manager who wants to make money off me because I would love to make money. So if you're out there listening or know someone who wants a manager, <laughs> who wants to manage someone who wants to make money and produces a lot of content, you know, let me know. Anyway, um, I, I also... so. In, in that kind of low place, a couple a couple great things happened. Uh, first of all, I called my dad and I chatted with him. And uh, as I mentioned, my dad is an accountant and my dad is my father. So he's uh, very supportive and very loving. And what I realized when speaking to him and he was like, listen, the IRS is just people. They're just people, you know, and, and they just have a job to do and they're reasonable and you can negotiate with them and they get it. I mean, they get it that sometimes people have it and sometimes people don't. And at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a bill. Like it's not part of who you are as, you know, it's not part of your intrinsic value. You're doing wonderful things. You're working your butt off and, you know, that may not be reflected in this moment uh, by the IRS, but, you know, the IRS isn't exactly known for, you know, their value of uh, the arts, <laughs> um, knowing what art is or good art. So that made me feel better. And it, 
and then later, actually, I was listening, later, uh, last week, I was listening to a podcast called Snap Judgment, which is a great podcast. And uh, I was listening to an episode, don't remember the name of it, that would be helpful. I'll find it. And then I'll put it in the show notes. But I was listening to an episode where this one guy was talking about uh, what he called going for broke. Basically, he, you know, was an MC and uh, had no money and moved into this place, this new apartment, uh, and almost immediately started falling behind on his rent. And then, owed, you know, five or six later, months later, he's going through the courts to possibly get evicted. Point is, he entered this like rap battle. Uh, not only is he partly my hero because he's an awesome MC who entered a rap battle, but um, but he entered this rap battle because the grand prize was the exact amount that he owed to the IRS and uh, or not the IRS, the the court systems. This um, this guy. See, I'm only thinking what you owe to the IRS. But whatever you owed to the guy that owned the apartment that he had fallen behind on the payment. So he thought, well, if I win this thing. So it comes down to him and another guy. And uh, spoiler alert, he loses like just barely, just barely to this intense battle. And it was so close and so good that the person running the battle um, was like, you know what? No, you both win. And not they didn't split the prize money. They both got the full amount of prize money, which was what he owed. And his whole point was like, when you go for what you love and when you're passionate about something and when you're doing what you love and when you're really committed to it, you got to go for broke. (laughs) And when they say go for broke, sometimes that means you end up broke. And uh, that's, you know, as silly as it sounds, that's inspiring. I think it's also important to throw out, this is another story I I thought about in the last week when it comes to money. Um. I went to uh, a couple months ago at this point, I went to a Marianne Williamson lecture chat thing. She's this cool lady. Um, I wanted to see what it was all about because I had read uh, one of her books a while back and she lectures like every, she was lecturing regularly in um, LA. So my friend and I went and this girl asked a question that was like, basically regarding money and she's like I want to be a filmmaker because this is LA and everyone is and um, she's like but my friend says I should get a real job why isn't my friend more supportive and to to my surprise uh, and to Marianne Williamson's credit she uh, does not you know pussyfoot around on those questions she's not like well which you would expect from maybe a person that is like so spiritual or whatever, just like believe that you'll be a good filmmaker and the money will come. She didn't say that at all. She goes, do you have bills? The girl's like, yeah. She's like, do you have credit card debt? The girl's like, yeah. She's like, do you have school loans? The girl's like, yeah. She's like, then you probably should get a real job. Uh, and she's like, I'm not discouraging you from your dreams. I'm saying that like you need to recognize that you live in the real world. And while you are pursuing your passion, the world doesn't necessarily owe you all this money uh, just because you're pursuing your passion. You have to earn it. You, uh, If you have bills, you know, need to pay them. That is a debt that you owe. So if you have a, a good job that helps you support yourself, you know, you should keep that good job. <laughs> um, if you eventually are able to grow out of it because you're able to, you know, pursue your passion full time and make money doing that, making, you know, similar or at least sustainable amount of money doing that, then you should do that. But until that time, it doesn't make sense that everyone, everything would like, you know, 
kowtow to your every need or would, um, you know, the universe would bend to your will. You have to kind of to, to make it be that way. And I don't think the girl liked hearing that, but I, I really thought that was super valuable, especially coming from someone that I expected to be like, just believe it enough and the money will come. Because you do kind of hear that in the self-helpy spiritual world enough. And while I think there's value to like visualization and while, you know, and believing, truly believing that something will happen and having, you know, no doubt in your mind about certain things, I think that it's uh, it's more valuable to also live practically and to recognize that like you have bills like today I'm almost every day I go to my job granted for those of you who know I'm extremely lucky I have the world's best employer in existence and uh, you know there's a keg in the back that I may tap into like it's it's a a wonderful I'm extremely lucky in no way shape or form do I think that I am not I am so glad that that is how I help pay my bills but you know I am uh, spending good portions of my day not creating, not getting paid to create yet. So I recognize, and that's because, you know, I pour a lot of time and energy and money, uh, which is now debt owed, into my creative projects. And so I need to pay that off. I need to figure out how to pay it off. And um, I, have, I have a rent to pay on an apartment, and that needs to be, get done. And so right now it's not coming through creativity. So, you know, you have to be practical. My, but but then again, it's just money. Like this is this is I'm, I'm wrapping up. I promise. This is the last thing I'll say on it. I realized a couple of years ago um, that uh, I would really have I have interest in uh, being able to be generous. I have interest in being able to support people around me and to um, you know be able to finance uh, causes that I believe in and also creative projects and people that I believe in. That's where my interest in money is, but that's called also where it ends. Like I want to be able to take care of my parents and my loved ones and uh, myself and, you know, reduce the amount of stress that I have on my plate, financial stress on my plate. And that's about it. Otherwise I don't, you know, it's not all that interesting, but uh, I was with a, a friend of mine. I won't, I don't want to hurt their feelings um, because it's not a reflection of them. It is not a reflection of them. But a couple years ago, I was with a friend of mine and uh, they are doing very well for themselves. Post-college, they got, you know, a regular job, business job, and they're making bank. And uh, they have all these cool things that money can buy. And they were young at the time, like 25 or something. And, you know, really nice digs, really nice uh, wheels, all that jazz. And, and it had occurred to me as I listened to my friend and some of, you know, their friends and um, that world, as I was kind of like uh, listening in on that world because it was a party, uh, so a lot of them were talking. They are talking about like how much they make. And it, and it was – they were talking about it in terms of like almost as a value system to, to who they are. Like I make, you know, X amount. I'm almost at six figures at 25. Like cool. That's awesome. That's seriously awesome. Good for you. But does, but d- that doesn't make you a better person. You are a good person. Let me be clear. This is my friend. They are a good person. But it's like, you know, listening to the conversation of these people the, and being able to finagle the amount that they make, it's good that you have a high value on yourself. And if that's how you value yourself through money, then it's good that you're requesting higher amounts because that way you retain your high value. But it's just, uh, I had never thought of, the amount of money that I make as a a value measure for my own self-worth. And uh, 
probably never will. <laughs> I hope I never do because it seems like that's such an arbitrary and it's a make-believe thing anyway, you know. I mean, it's real. Let's be practical. It's real. You need it. But it's just, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of control a lot of times. And I really feel like a, a mindset like that could breed greed because as you get older and as you get better, whatever it is that you're doing, then you expect more money and you expect things to, you know, happen to you. And sometimes if you get too much money, then you can become out of touch with the uh, you know, the actual, uh, things that matter in this life. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to make a lot of money, but I would like to live always pretty simply and, uh, you know, be able to spend it on adventures and people and all that jazz and creative projects. I will always spend it on creative projects. I, if I, if I, if I, if I make $300,000 next year, I will probably just end up financing two short films or something. <laughs> People will be like, where's all your money? I'm like, oh, it's in this movie. Also, can I borrow $5? Because uh, I can't afford Subway. <laughs> I don't know. Not, I mean, maybe I should stop talking like that because people say like, you know, you got to talk like you're, you mean it. Talk like you already have the money. And I did. I mean, in some ways I already feel very wealthy because I have like everything that I need. And I have, for the most part, my needs met, except for my quarterly payment to the IRS. That is a need that has not yet been met. So if you are interested, you know, shoot something on PayPal my way. Why not? <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Um, it'll all work out. So that's my thoughts on money. That's it. Um, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I don't It Was it valuable to you? Did you like it? Did you get any ideas from it? Did you, you know, did you like it? Do you like me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I like me. So, you know, I don't really care if you do or not. I do. I do. Because I'm, you know, this is for you, but it's also for me. Okay. I, I'm going to stop because this, uh, again, we're just going swimmingly. And by swimmingly, I mean, I feel like we're drowning. <laughs> drowning in debt. Oh, bringing it all together. All right. Um, that's enough from me for this week. I will see you next episode. As always, you can visit my website, briannahanson.com. My email, brianna at briannahanson.com. I'm on the Twitters. The Brianna Hansen is my handle. Um, on the Facebooks, you know, you can like my page, and I'll tell you about upcoming shows and pimp some of this stuff sometimes. Because for those of you wondering, in case you are my real-life friend and also, uh, you know, on Facebook as a fan. The reason I have one name as my real life name is because I don't want to over pimp on that. That's kind of more for like personal stuff and um, a little bit of pimping, but not a ton, just kind of like what's going on in my life because for the most part it is shows and stuff. And then the other one is almost strictly for, for pimping. <laughs> like uh, for those of you who don't know, that's what it is when you uh, talk about your shows and stuff and what all you're doing. That's what I mean by pimping, not actual pimping. Um, but that's why. So if you like Brianna Hansen on Facebook, basically you'll just see shows and I mean it's still interactive also it's still my page it's just like all the shows I'm doing come up there for the most part when I remember to put them out there all right that's enough that's enough uh, I hope you have a great day great rest of the day great week and I will talk to you again very soon my friend bye